I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, a podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. That's who I am. I'm your host. I'm a comedian. I am a self-proclaimed idiot. Uh, I think there's a lot to learn, and sometimes we uh, avoid it and uh, are afraid to ask questions out of fear of looking dumb, and uh, I'm openly dumb. So there you go. I'm learning learning as much as I can. Um, if you're new to the podcast, I know there's a bunch of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your subscriptions. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. It helps rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That helps uh, people find the podcast. It helps me feel nice about myself because uh, I read it and I'm like, wow, this person's so cool and kind and everyone loves compliments and I am no different than those people. Uh, it makes me feel good that you guys are enjoying it. Um, so thank you for expressing that. Uh, and thank you for all the questions you sent. Uh, I've been getting more and more. I tried to answer a lot of them in this episode. Uh, I tried to answer all of them. Uh, hopefully I did. Uh, so keep those coming. It's uh, it's wonderful. Follow the podcast on Twitter, at Blessed Podcast. All one word, no. I don't know if there's no spaces on Twitter handles, but in case you didn't know that, surprise. Uh, you can follow me as well, at JMS Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, facebook.com slash jmscomedy. See what's up with me. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that. Uh, I want to take a second to, uh, I mean, I don't know how to put it, send some love out to, to Houston listeners, to Houston people who are, uh, you know, dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. I um I'm trying to retweet and post your, you know, fundraisers and, and ways to send money for those. So, um, uh, I've donated a little myself. Hopefully all the other listeners are, are you know, donate what you can help our, our neighbors down in Houston. I'm keeping you in my, my heart and, uh, and, and I don't know what else to say. Uh, it's, it's horrible. Uh, and, uh, you know, hope you all, you, you get through it. And I made it weird by bringing it up. You guys, I just want to say something because it's so sad. And uh, I'm trying to do all I can from here in L.A. But, uh, you know. So uh, look up the uh, charities and stuff. You can donate directly to the relief fund that the mayor set up. I, I That's how I did it. Um, and, you know, we'll just wish for the best in the... Uh, and the rebuilding and the replacing and the and all of that. You're in my hearts. Um, and if you're not in Houston and you're in LA, I'm at the comedy store. That's a terrible transition. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not going to plug my shows till the end now because it feels weird. Uh, you guys, let's get to my guest this week. Let's do that. Her name is Chelsea Frank, and she's the shit. She's amazing. She is, uh, she's hilarious, <coughs> hilarious as I choke. Um, I need more coffee. Hang on. <sighs> Thanks. Uh, 
Thank you, La Monarca Bakery down the street for me for your opening earlier than every fucking coffee shop. You guys, I live in a neighborhood that's rapidly gentrifying against my, uh, you know, uh, wishes. Um, and there's 800 coffee shops. None of them open before 7 a.m. except La Monarca, the OG. It's been there for a while. It's not the OG. I don't know what the OG is, but it's uh, been here a lot longer than some of these other like places where you need $400 to buy a cup of coffee. Um, so if you're in Highland Park, support them. Support La Tierra Mia. I and uh, and uh, you know get good coffee from people who've been here a long time and deserve your business. Why am I plugging them? They're not. <laughs> If you would like to sponsor me, like La Monarca has not done, uh, I've just, I mean, have a good product. I'll just talk about it clearly. Um, Chelsea Frank. Chelsea Frank is my guest. She's the shit. We talk eating disorders because uh, she is recovered from one. She's recovering from an eating disorder. How do you even say that? Find out in a minute. <laughs> um, she's wonderful. She's very open and honest and just hilarious. We had a great time. Um, she answered so many questions was really patient with me even when i made terrible food puns uh which we both rolled our eyes at you can't see that in the podcast but you'll hear me being like i'm so sorry i'm gonna jump off this roof we were on a roof it was amazing um she's great enough go listen learn about eating this eating disorders uh and uh and share all right love you guys bye okay hi we're back we're back we're here we're um, on the roof. We're on a roof, you guys. Things are going really well. I'm with uh, my hilarious friend, Chelsea Frank. Say hi. Hey. <laughs> um, in her beautiful Silver Lake home on a roof where there's a hammock. Please don't make me sound rich. I live with four other women. You guys, she's rich and she's holding out on us. I'm so rich and I only hang out with Jessica because it makes me seem like I'm like with the people. Yeah, I'm, I'm so with it. Nobody, I'm everyone's hobo friend. They're like, <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of my friends are really rich. Maybe one, maybe two, but people definitely look at anyone I'm next to and they're like, who's that poor person that you're with? You know, cause I am a free spirit. It doesn't matter. This isn't about me. Yeah. It's about me. Let's talk about me. Yeah. Let's talk about you. <laughs> let's talk, let's about, talk about feelings. Your feelings. Is that what this is about? It, it, I mean, we're talking about eating disorders. Yeah. Yours mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about yours too if you want. I mean, there are going to be several times where I'm like, I do this. Is that an eating disorder? Am you, I do-? Which yeah, is probably yeah. so dismissive. No, it's good. It's like, it. That, I get asked that just about as many times as I get asked to like, or is your comedy like Amy Schumer? Like oh. I get that a lot too. So it's like, so my condolences. it's that of eating disorder questions, which is like, I do this. Do I have one? And, and it's like, like, sure. No, but no. All right, we whatever. Can, we can talk about it. Um, well, let's start with um, what what eating disorder do you have? Is that a weird? No, it's not a, no, it's not a weird question. Um, this is actually a good one because it's not a cut and dry answer. Okay. Which, uh, so which people probably assume it is. Yeah, but I think that that's actually what I have is probably more common than the like black and white. I'm bulimic, I'm anorexic, whatever. So, so the different kinds of eating disorders you can have are anorexia, which yeah. is restricting your food or starving or you know just not eating enough calories that are okay. healthy. Um, bulimia, which is eating Binging and high oh, amounts okay. of food and purging, and it doesn't have to just be throwing up. It can be taking laxatives. It can oh. be exercise, like over exercising. Oh, that's so there's part of bulimia. 
that can be different that's different ways of purging wow so most common is is eating and throwing up but okay. uh you can be a bulimic who uses other forms of purging like i just mentioned oh wow um and there's uh like there's you know orthorexia which is obsession with healthy eating that's kind of a new one that's come out oh uh, that's tricky i know there's also um you know so and so what i have is called not otherwise specified. Oh, okay. I felt, there's also binge eating disorder, which is which is just, just the binge, like binge eating. eating huge amounts of food. Okay, um, and not you know getting rid of it getting at all. Rid so of it, so it's binge eating disorder. Um, so not otherwise specified is what I have, which is sort of like a nice smorgasbord of you kind of fluctuate of a lot of different. So I I was never somebody who uh, was bulimic. I just never. I'm too lazy to be. Um, oh, I'm kidding. That was totally a joke. No, but people. I mean, we'll get to that. But <laughs> people totally do that. They're like, oh, I wish I was um, brave enough. No, but I I've never you know I've never really been uh, somebody who purged. But I went through. So I, my whole childhood, I was really overweight. A lot of binge eating. Yeah. Then I went to fat camp when I was 18, <gasps> which is... Oh, my God, when you were 18? So, yeah. like, was that your choice? Were you like, I'm going... Sort of. Like, it was like, a, I was in a, I was tired of being bullied. I was tired of my family, like, being on my shit. I was tired of being... Was your family kind of on you about, like... Oh, yeah. I have, like, a crazy mom. It was, like, a whole shit My show. mom, like, hey... Well, I'm not going to make it about I'm also, like, from Los Angeles. And oh, being you're from here. here is, you know, a crime. So, you're a monster. Yeah. yeah. If, you eat, so, if you're seen eating bread in public, people, oh. like... Rude. Witch hunt you. People are like, why are you rude and gross? Stop eating <sighs> How bread dare in front you? of me. Um, so I grew up in LA and like was really bullied for being fat. And so um, when I was 18, I was just sort of like, I'm tired of being bullied. I'm tired of my mom on my shit. I'm tired of just like all of this. Like I want to go somewhere where I can just figure it out. So I did. And that switched me into full starvation mode. So Really? Not the, the camp that I went to, but I, because I had a predisposition for an eating disorder. Yeah. And because I, just the perfect storm, it's a disease, so yeah. you never know when it can hit. But I, uh, I went to this camp and then it started out like me being just focused on weight loss and getting really obsessed with like dieting and exercise and all that. And then slowly over the course of a year, it went from like pretty healthy eating, pretty normal exercise to like barely eating anything, exercising three hours a day, like straining wow. my body so much, just craziness. So then it went into a period of anorexia. Uh, and then during college, I'm getting like the long and short of it. That's fine. Um, it's good to get the, the full scope. Well, yeah, but like I'm just try to get it out so we can get to the things. Yeah, get to the point. But, uh, and then it became uh, binge and restrict. So I would binge a lot at night and then all day long restrict. Yeah, not eat and um, sort of like get through the day, get through the day, like just get through the day because sort of knowing like I was going to lose control and a binge would hit at night. I sort of was trying to save up, you know? Yeah. Um, which honestly is so... So it's like a punish-reward system almost? Yeah, because, well, it, it, it just sets you up for a binge. It's yeah. like you think you're saving for one, but really, like, not eating all day long. You're going to be what, starving. You're going to get crazy. You one. Yeah. So, but, you know, and so it turned into a binge-restrict, and then I eventually um, went to rehab sort of somewhere in the middle of all of that. So yeah. that's why it's like, it's called not otherwise specified because you can't really pinpoint one thing. You kind of have a little bit of a lot of different yeah, disorders. Yeah, you, you kind of go in between them. Yeah. Okay. And I think, and a lot of people with eating disorders, um, they're like, I do eat, so I'm not anorexic, but I don't eat enough. And I, 
you know, I'm obsessed with food and I hate punish myself with food and I hate myself yeah. and food stresses me out, but I do eat. So like, I guess I don't have one. And it's like, if you, if, if your whole life is run by food and your body and all of that, then, then maybe like, look at the, it doesn't have to be so cut and dry. Yeah. So that it's like, there might be the something long, there. Right. There's, that's the most long winded answer ever, but I was oh, trying to give no. you some good shit. No, that's great. Do you, um, did anyone else know that you had an eating disorder or did you realize like how did you realize that you had a problem um i so some people suspected it people who were close to me okay most people had no idea yeah even my closest friends most people thought i was just really quote good had a lot of willpower yeah it was really so healthy and especially since you go from being overweight and losing weight everyone's like oh my god i'm so impressed right you're like a before and after photo all the time people are like oh my god you look amazing does that feed into it so much because you're like oh my god compliments of course and And i lose more like i guess i'm doing something right because everybody is you know i'm getting a lot of the things that i never had i'm getting attention from guys i'm getting friends i'm getting whatever i'm getting so um yeah and i so a lot of people didn't know but some people suspected it just because if they spent like full days with me they would realize they you're would not be, eating right or just like people who would see me do weird stuff with my food they'd be like that's odd but most no one ever said anything what's weird stuff like um like breaking it up into little pieces or something yeah that's one of them um <laughs> i know right uh there is like ordering a lot of food and then just like moving it around your plate so it looks smaller there's like constantly being like i just ate before i got here sorry Uh, like a lot of times i would meet up with people and they'd be like we'd go to lunch and they'd you know i'd always be like i just ate i'm so sorry and they'd be like why why would you you just eat before lunch right like why would you make plans to eat with me if you're like just ate and i'd always be like oh i'm so sorry like forgot whatever yeah you make up excuses and most people are so self-absorbed that they don't really notice, which is great. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, some people would ask me and I would just get like really defensive. And, really? Yeah. And I'd just be like, I'm fine and you don't need to worry about it. I don't need you to police me and yeah, all that like, stuff. Like I'm an adult. Right. I'm an adult and like I look really good and you know, I'm doing really well and you're just jealous. And, yeah. Like, I was going to ask. Stuff, right? like, did you have that like... Because it's crazy when, I don't know if you ever had this. Did you ever get people being like, are you sick? Or like, are you on drugs? You're losing a lot of weight. No, because I never, so because I was really overweight as a child, my body is sort of just like always going to be a little bigger. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, it's harder for me to get. So I was You're never going to look emaciated. In. I was, yeah, I was never Which emaciated. also is probably why people didn't say as much right and some of the sickest people i've ever met i mean i went to rehab so yeah. some of the sickest people i ever met you would never be able to look at them and tell yeah um that they have any disorder there's some people who are stick thin who are perfectly healthy yeah uh, and like you know people call you know are, are skinny shaming them and are you know being like eat a cheeseburger and that's just the way they are and some people are overweight and that's the way their body's supposed to yeah. be and they're perfectly healthy and then most of the people i've ever met who had an eating disorder who were so sick look totally normal yeah you wouldn't um, and i entered rehab looking totally normal like nobody wow. would have ever known just staring at me so i, I think it's interesting when because i feel like i don't know that's kind of dumb but i feel like when my when i'm losing weight people are will always be like oh my god you're losing weight like good for you or or be like oh you've lost a lot of weight but then none of these bitches ever tell me i put on five pounds i lose two and they're like oh are you losing weight this is just me complaining can you imagine though like 
living in a society. Well, I mean, in some cultures, it is. So if you've gained a little weight, people are like, you look so good. You're getting a butt. I feel like that's where hips. I'm at. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, notice. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's the culture you live in, though. It's like yeah. in LA, that's not a compliment. I mean, it's changing. Like, there's more body positive people and there's there's people embracing curves more but i mean in other cultures being a little heavier is considered more sexy or beautiful yeah of course they are gonna be like look at your little butt you're getting you're getting cheeks you're getting whatever hips do you think that like this is totally off my list of it's but like i feel like on either end that kind of can like fuck with people like that can hurt someone. Right. Too much emphasis on what you on what your yeah. Because we're like, like mo- this body positive movement that we're kind of experiencing is great, and it's like I think the core of it is like love yourself the way you are. Mm-hmm. But when you said like skinny shaming, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Ask the question. I think no. you do. You just don't want to no. sound bad. <laughs> no, it's just like I wonder because there are people that go, you know, like I want to lose weight. I want to lose five pounds, and I feel like almost that's being frowned upon sometimes or like I feel yeah 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 where everyone that it's like, like not okay to want to like or change or, and a lot of doctors really hate this movement because they're like it's just giving or a lot of like people on the internet will just be like you know now everyone's just fine with being fat and overweight and unhealthy um, yeah. and and I my feeling it's on like this, a slippery slope I feel my like. feeling on this is um it's really none of your fucking business yeah like I think the problem is less is body positivity good is it bad is, it's know, like shut the fuck up and pay attention to yourself children. it's just like everybody's obsession with everybody else's body <gasps> right. is what the issue is and if you are overweight and unhealthy you'll figure it out when you figure it out if you're overweight and that's the way your body's supposed to look and you're just yeah, naturally that's a, just a little you bigger are. then great good for you like it's none of my fucking business and I'm, right. I'm so tired of everybody being like like so body forward all the time yeah do you think that like i mean media but also like social media do you think it makes it worse because it's this like of course it's like all look at me look at me yeah and i've i'm guilty of it too. oh no me too check me out in my bikini like like my photo talk about my belly button like whatever no i tried to go through a thing where it's like i'm not posting any more selfies like it doesn't matter like I, I use social media for my comedy and it shouldn't matter how I look. I'm not my body. I'm not my face. But then it's like, oh, but this lighting, you know? Right. And I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's bad. Like, I don't think it's bad to... Okay. We, as comedy people... Yeah. We put our, we put our comedy out there of for course. validation. We put, like, our intellect out there for validation. You're Why can't someone put there? You're putting, so you're putting out, like, whatever you're putting out, you know, your personality. You want to yeah. be crazy for that. Why can't it just be one of the many ways that we express ourselves? Like, Absolutely. Like, I want to be praised for what I look like today. And tomorrow yeah. I want to be praised for my funny personality. And the next day I want to be praised for my intellect. Like, Yeah, I do feel like there is this like... Cause sometimes I feel bad for like... Not feel bad, but like I've been guilty of sort of... Not outwardly, but I definitely do like this insecure internal shaming of my girlfriends who are like in really good shape. I'm like, we, because they'll post pictures all the time. And I'm like, ah, we get it. You know, and it's like, why can't she be proud of what she has? Whatever. Or, or anyone, like anyone in a bikini, regardless of their shape. I'm like, oh, well, aren't you confident? It's like my own insecurity being like, I can't wear a bikini. But I also feel like we do the same thing with like anybody who has a cause that they're always on about. And you're like, can you be more than one note? Like, I think my problem is less like like, be more than one thing. Right. It's just like your identity more than a single. Yes. You're right. So I think that, you know, 
I I get I don't know I, I get like the comparison thing and if someone's always like posting pictures of their hot body it's like you're more than that and, yeah. but you're also allowed to be to that. be that yeah I love it's that. just like have a colorful spectrum for me to judge silently on my phone away from you okay <laughs> <laughs> I would like more than one thing to talk shit about at a time yeah <laughs> let me and my boyfriend lay down and talk shit about like how bad your jokes are instead of just your hot bod okay? yeah and just how it's like well w- one of these tits is maybe bigger than the other <laughs> like we're just looking for like a, well, I'm, I'm sure she's not perfect is she perfect oh god um okay so since nobody said anything like I mean a couple of, you said a couple of people said things but like did you kind of have to like come out is having an eating disorder? Yeah. Um, so, basic, I guess me going to rehab was sort was of a you're coming, just coming out. out. You're like, um, <laughs> were you like, I'm going to rehab and were your, was your family like, oh, are you on drugs? No, no, no. no. So, my, uh, my, my mom sort of knew because, I mean, my like unhealthy relationship with my body is a lifelong thing. I mean, I remember being five and having, you know, I was put on like weird special diets by my yeah. mom. So, uh, so it's always been a thing in the family um, yeah. of like me and my weight, my body issues and all that stuff. So it wasn't a shocking thing, but I guess I saw my parents. So I had, I was like away at school. I went to college back East and my family was here in LA. Um, and so I really avoided ever coming home. I, I did like this global program for college. So I was away in Europe for a few years. Like oh, I was wow. gone. I was like out of the picture. And uh, when I came back, I like saw on a vacation. I had lost a ton of weight, and yeah. I also it wasn't just about the weight though. I looked really sick and tired. Yeah, like, I looked super unhealthy. My hair was like gross, and I, I want to ask like, you about like that, right? And I just looked so you know. Sometimes, not that I don't, I don't want to emphasize too much on what I looked like because again, like you, That's there is of, no, yeah. yeah, there is no way to see an eating disorder. No, but um. I I could, I was visibly exhausted looking. Yeah, like, there's like something is yeah up. yeah, and so and the parents sort of knew it wasn't drugs and they they knew what was going on, but everybody was sort of walking on eggshells around it. Because um, well, I mean, it's such a weird thing to bring up. I mean, there's so yeah. much culturally attached to like weight, and then like especially if someone's always had like a thing with food or like their body. Right. Cause I, I don't know. Do you, or maybe did you, I don't know if it's still a thing, but, um, do you just get weird about food in general? Like sometimes I'm doing a thing where I'm like, this is what I do. Me without an eating disorder. No, talk about um, it. when, like sometimes I'm just weird eating in front of people or like when people bring up food or even their like workout habits like oh I've been doing this workout I and maybe it's more of a narcissist thing but I immediately go like are they saying this because like I go like oh my god I'm fat when people just talk about food that's interesting I mean I think that eating is one of the most intimate things and like it really is it's so intimate um I'd rather be seen like I don't I'm also just a gross eater yeah I mean it's really personal like it's 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 got a lot of it says a lot about you what you're choosing to put in your body every day so it's really intimate and I think a lot of people are really uncomfortable eating in front of people and I think 
one of the biggest things that I learned in rehab um, was like the difference between disordered eating and eating disorders. Ah, I think America in general is disordered eating. Yeah, um, like everybody has a weird relationship with food here. Not, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm generalizing, but I'm just you know whatever. No, I most mean most people have a very strange relationship with food. Yeah, um, and people will do little things and they'll fuck with their food a little bit or they'll punish themselves in the gym a little bit. They have, like it's, emotions it's attached to emotions it. Emotions attached. They they will c- comfort themselves with food. Yeah. They go, they, you know, eat too much. There's like, whatever. There's a lot of disordered eating. Yeah. The difference. So that's most people. Yeah. I, I would say most people have. So like, yeah, if you say, Everyone's hey, kind of- I do this thing with my food. Is it weird? Is it bad? Probably. But are, <laughs> do you have an eating disorder? Probably not. Like, yeah. You would know. So it's sort of like an eating disorder is it takes over your whole life. Yeah. It's a disease. It's like all consuming. Um, you don't have an identity anymore. It's like, it's that's just, all, yeah. You're just the eating disorder. So. I would say that it's the difference between somebody who can drink every single night and be totally fine and not an alcoholic and an alcoholic and an alcoholic. It's you know what? I know people who drink more than alcoholics do and they're not, and they're not, alcoholics. it's not an addiction. It's just like, cause they can walk away from it and they they're have, fine yeah. and they do. And they're like, see, I'm fine. I don't need it. I'm not dependent on it. I just like it. They're not like, I need my fix. So it's like that. It's like the difference between a social drinker and an alcoholic, but it's hard because with alcoholism, if you're going to recover, you just go, no more alcohol. Right. It's really cut and dry. It's really black and white. Yeah. Where you're it's just like, not. you just don't drink anymore. So with food, it's like, it's like, hey, I'm Chelsea. It's been two years since I ate. Like, yeah, you can't like, I'm sober from food. It's like, wasn't that the problem? Right. Or like, and it's interesting because like rehab is the only, like eating disorder rehab is the only rehab where they give you your problem six times a day. You're like forced your, your issue six you have times. To like, yeah. Oh, wow. That's uh, got to be a really like emotional, like, oh my God. Rehab was fucking crazy um it was crazy all women in this like beautiful prison uh it was like fluffy pillows and like expensive and like stone waterfall fountain where it's like supposed to be like serene but but everybody's like like, screaming and crying over a baked potato it was just like it was a crazy place um (laughs) it was really crazy but it was good i mean it did the job what is what is that like so when you go to like rehab for an eating disorder what are they like teaching you well, how do you rehabilitate? So, okay. So going back to like being outed. So when I went to, my dad tried to go, uh, get me to go to rehab a few times. And oh, okay. So he, so he knew. Uh, and finally I graduated college. I came back to LA and I, I just hit like, it was that classic just graduate, graduate college. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I feel oh, lost. Chaos. It was, I have nothing to like focus on besides my eating disorder. Like it was sort of, it just so it was took like the peaked. place of school and friends and life. Cause everything was in New York in yeah. college. And I was just like, I have no friends out here in LA. Like I don't know anyone. And I, I don't have anything I'm working towards anymore. I don't know what I want to do. So my whole life became my eating disorder and just food and exercise and finally, I like crashed and burned. And my dad sort of, my dad, he's so cute. I love him. Uh, he basically was like, you just like, you have to do it for me. Like, if you can't do it for yourself, I'm not like watching you die. Like, this is just not happening. So he sort of, you know, sat me down and was like, I support you. Like, I don't, I don't judge you. I don't, you know, I'm here for you. I'm lucky because not everybody has that. Yeah, but no. He basically was like. If you can't do it for yourself, just do it for Please me. Please do it for me. And I was like, oh my God. And, like, and then he cried. And when your parents cry, you're like, oh, oh my God. God. That's crushing. I'll do it. Just stop crying. Please no. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, oh my God. Oh like, no. You like, you had tear ducts. Right? Oh, so, especially dads. You're yeah. like, oh no. So I was, so I went and, and so in rehab, to answer your question, like, 
um every program's different like i it's not like aa where yeah it's where it's like now we go over the right. culty 12 steps of right we didn't have 12 steps it was sort of like uh like some rehabs are in you learn intuitive eating some are like whatever the one i went to was um just it's a meal plan and yeah. you have like it was the only um, rehab that actually incorporated exercise too. Most don't. Oh wow! Um, but they were like, you have to move, so you need to like learn how to have a relationship with exercise. That isn't fucking batch it. So, yeah, um, which I think is smart. Yeah. So we would have like of some sort of exercise in the morning, like yoga or like which. Come on, it was like floor yoga, which was laying down oh and then like God. turning your head from right to left. That was yoga. But that's my. Whatever. That's what I do in my intense <laughs> yoga classes. I'm like, I'm gonna stay in savasana. I'm, at a different um, place right now. Right, exactly. Every so day. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> terrible, but for people who were like, I'm going to just get up and down, up and down, up and down all day long so I can burn calories, um, you know. It was like, it was really tasking for them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, or like walks or like gym equipment, like whatever. We so had like trying like to teach you like, this is a healthy relationship with exercise. Yeah, they had like a trainer there that was like specialized in eating disorder recovery and all that wow. stuff. So we did that. We'd have group therapy. We'd have like some sort of theme. So like body and soul, like draw your belly oh. button, like draw your life, whatever, like draw your worst, like all these drawing exercises. Well, there's some like, things like, where you're like, draw, like, yeah, just, just give me a hamburger and like, Tell me how to get over my mom issues. Like, yeah. I don't want to fucking draw anymore. Yeah, so there are things where you're like, this is helpful, this is stupid. Um, like a lot of the, a lot of those like wooey exercises just don't work on me. I yeah. just like, you're like, I'm practical or I'm not like a hippie. About- I just like, don't want to be sold to bullshit. Like I, I, because an eating disorder voice is very, very strong and convincing. Yeah. And it thinks it's smarter than everybody else. And, yeah. you know, it is it is smart and it's manipulative. And so it's like, I, I feel like being in a place that w- if, if you're not giving me something that's stronger and more feels more real and yeah. feels more like grounded and something you know then yeah, you're like i can't finger paint my way out of <laughs> right then like my eating disorder is gonna win it's gonna yeah. be like this is bullshit i can't buy into it i should better just stay sick yeah. um so you know that stuff wasn't so helpful like we yeah, have finger painting and like just sort of like i don't know praying and shit i'm not into that so oh, yeah um higher power stuff is kind of weird yeah i mean they weren't like a religious thing but it just any kind of stuff like that didn't work for me but and uh, but the stuff that did like honestly being with twelve other sick girls who like they understand. Well, it's just you're you're finally seeing yourself like seeing yourself reflected like, back like to you. Mirror, you know, did you I go didn't know that so many of the things that I was doing were eating disorder behaviors until I met twelve other girls that were around me all the time who were doing the same things, and I was like, oh my god, I now see what I am. I you're like, so were you like, like clouded? Did you look at these other girls and you're like, oh my god, like you have an eating disorder? Yeah, it's so crystal clear when it's somebody else, but it's, when you're in it, you just don't. It feels like who you are. It feels like you have it's no just, other choice. You're a human, and that's how you live your life you know now that i'm out of it or i mean i'm not out of it i will always You're never out have, of it it's like i will probably always have it you know it's like sort of simmering all the time but yeah. when it was you know full high heat i you don't it's you're running on that like it, it's it's dictating all of your actions and it's sort of like you don't even know who you are anymore without it so yeah. you don't notice it as much and then you look at somebody else and you hear the shit that they say and you're like, I say that all the time. Like, or I do that all the time. Like, I drink gallons and gallons of water all day long. 
trying to fill up I didn't even realize that that was something that like, I thought I was just hydrating you know like yeah or I you know body check which is like feeling yourself up all the time to see if you've like gotten bigger or smaller you're kind of oh, wow. like weirdly measuring your legs like in your brain like this yeah. feels different like or pulling at your chin fat and just seeing if it's gotten <laughs> bigger like anything like there's so many things you're doing checking your body I just didn't even think about it until somebody else w- talked about it and I was like oh my god I do that too like, so I do that too that was helpful to be around a bunch of people who I thought were cool girls. Like yeah. these girls were not, I went into it being like, everyone's going to be vapid and shallow and gross. It's going to be like these like blonde, blonde bimbos. bimbos who are yeah. like, I just want to be thin. Right. And I quickly was like, Oh, these are like perfectionists, like genius people. Everybody was like, one girl was like on child kids jeopardy when she was five. Like, Oh wow. They, these were all like overachiever, interesting people who, like accomplished so much and like they were so interesting so cool i would be friends with any of them and we all had this common through line of like being sick do you think that personality type kind of goes hand in hand with that for sure like i mean there's like some predisposition like there's some things that that they'll say like these are sort of the um makers of an eating disorder so like if you were overweight as a kid for sure Mm -hmm. one big one i'm kind of the perfect storm like okay so the big ones are like overweight as a child um if you are hypersensitive um if you know you uh i'm losing my train of thought because i'm so hot um <laughs> she is you guys you should it's see really her i'm kidding on her. she <laughs> is but we're also on a roof outside but oh, like i'm also just gorgeous thank that's you so what much. i said i was like she is but thank also you, thank you so much i know thank you so much that's great it's really hard to be this beautiful it's it's hard to sit here and look at you because it's i it's being reflected back to me and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so beautiful. I could help you. Can you? Yeah. I'm going to just re-listen to this for tips. <laughs> I'll just take you to Sephora and yeah. show you, show you what's up. Oh my gosh. Fix um, my face. Yeah. No, your face is okay. Just with, you guys. Okay. We're, being <laughs> so, um, we're being idiots. Uh, yeah. So, you know, other, I don't even know. There's, there's, you can get a book. Well, and yeah, no. So you, you can <laughs> Google Thank you it. so much. Um, <laughs> um, did you get people going like when you go, oh, I have an eating disorder, um, restricting food? I mean, there have, to, there have to be people all the time that are like, well, why don't you just eat? Yeah. Well, why don't you just not do that? Right. How frustrating is that? It's very frustrating because it's like I could turn it back on you and anything you're doing in your life that you wish you weren't doing. I could just be like, why don't you just not do that? Mm. And then you'd probably shut the fuck up. Like it's, sweat. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's. First of all, it's a disease. Like it, yeah. it's not a choice. It, it can become a choice once you've gotten a little farther in your recovery and you have built up your healthier self a little bit more to be able to fight with your bad self. And then you reason. can like choose to. You can of- choose the right thing, but at first, when you're in it, it's not a choice. Um, and and I just think that people ask that because there's not as much information. There's a lot of information on drug addiction, alcohol. Yeah. There's it's a lot more pervasive. Like actually, it's not true. I mean, eating disorders are the the leading cause of death and mental illnesses i mean yeah but i feel like people don't talk about it's just it's a little more gray area so it's confusing yeah people have this like black and white image of what an eating disorder is right they're like you starve or you throw up and then i also think people who are around uh other addictions i think it's easy to like if they're like people who are like who struggle with heroin and haven't been like face to face with someone with an eating disorder, I could see it being easy to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you have a food problem. Right. All right. Yeah. Like yeah. dismissive. Cause it's like, we'll just fucking put down the cupcake or 
pick up the cupcake. I don't know. I mean, that's that's a lot of people's uh, relationship to people who are overweight. They don't stop to be like, maybe they have a, a, an addiction or a disease or yeah. something going on. They just like look a, at them emotional as fat stuff slobs. too. They just go, "Your fat people get." Oh, I it drives me crazy. Trade, it it drives me fucking crazy. I want to have a a fat person on to like <laughs> have them like explain all like, this for like this fat? is like the bullshit but i also don't want to be like excuse me do you want to be my fat guest because it sounds <laughs> no, but like it, i mean as a former like i was very fat growing up people assume you're like sucks. dumb or like lazy or that you don't care or that you like that it, it's not or that it bleeds not, into the rest of your life right that you yeah exactly that people are like oh you're fat active. you must like be. i know a lot of people who are you know objectively overweight yeah uh, and they are very active fit people there are a lot of people that i know that are also overweight and are not they are just yeah, they, they have just, poor habits there's also people who are very small that are have horrible healthy habits what if you don't know if they're on like exactly or you don't know if people are on medication that causes them yeah to like you don't fucking that's why i just am like it's none of your fucking business it's like it's crazy that people are so obsessed with other people's bodies and then also like to the point I don't know. Sometimes I think people who are really judgmental of, I mean, I think this spans to things besides just like weight and body, but like the people who are hyper judgmental, I think are, it's a reflection of their own insecurity. Yeah, totally. I definitely noticed like or their biggest fear. Yeah. Well, cause like my mom was a big, like big time, like fat shamer and was like, that there's nothing worse in the world to my mom than like oh my god a, a fat and she's the kind of person that would be like oh they're fat they're a slob whatever mm-hmm. and she would just like say that in front of me as like a little girl you know and um i i totally derailed my train of thought um which now it sounds like i'm gonna be like so obviously i think fat people are slobs which isn't what i'm gonna say um damn it i have no train of thought um, I really think it's the heat. I think it's melting our ability to remember anything. Because I am like, even my eyes are like cl- half closed. Yeah. So oh, hot. so like I was hyper judgmental of my body because okay. I gained weight. And my mom would be like, mm, getting a little chubby. Oh, you look pregnant, whatever. And I noticed when I started to get a healthier relationship with my body, not necessarily losing weight or building a, a you know, getting a butt or what I've never, that's never happened. But, uh, it wasn't even like necessarily weight loss, but when I got like sort of okay with where I was and like was fine with my body, I stopped being as critical of other people. Yeah. But I definitely, when I was younger, had a thing of like so quick to judge. Oh, like, Oh, her muffin top showing. And it's like, yeah, that's because all I think about is my muffin top. Right. I mean, you're going to see in the world what you're constantly thinking. Yeah. You know, your brain is going to find a way to like find it where it can. Um, and I, I, yeah, it's interesting. I think a lot of, so a lot of the people, I read some of the comments about like what people say, you know, with fat shaming or like yeah. this culture of body positivity where they're like, you're enabling people to just be fat. Like you're, you're, you know, setting a, a bad example for our children. And it's like, why don't you just set a good example that you yeah, want? It's like, to I'm your not like, the example your for your children. Have, yeah. I mean, it's not my, it's not my, it's not their business, not my business. Like everybody focus on yourself. And if you have children, then raise them to, you know, have the relationship with food and exercise that you want them to. Yeah. They'll figure it out on their own when they get older. I mean, right. Maybe I shouldn't say that because my mom did that. <laughs> I ended up fucking crazy. So. But it's like. But, you know, whatever. She did. Which It's just. Like, I, worry about yourself. And like you asked, like somebody asked, right? There, this question. Yeah, yeah. Are you. Do you want to ask it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So someone asked like, uh, and this is definitely a big thing. And it goes along with this. Like, do you get grossed out by like fat people or like. 
So do people with eating disorders get? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do do they see that and they and then go, oh, gross, or like? So like I said, like no, because I think that. Well, I'm not gonna say no for across the board, which I clarify that in the beginning of every episode. I'll speak from my experience. I um have seen that with eating disorders, you're just fucking focusing on yourself. Yeah, and actually, like other people, you always think you're the fattest person, no matter what your weight is. Yeah, and so even if I was next to somebody who was like 80 pounds heavier than me, I'd be like, I'm fatter than her. Like, like I'm so gross. So it's they're not thinking about your body. You're, they're yeah. thinking about themselves, and they're th- and they're thinking about you know, oh my god, I ate a grape today. How am I going to get it off? They're totally not focused on you. Yeah, but I think that they, I think it can be two things. I used to look at much you know larger women or people who are overweight and be so painfully jealous of them that they felt free in that body. they were happy that they, they were they, happy in any way that they were just able to walk around in a bathing suit and be okay with themselves it was more like i'm so so jealous of you because you seem like you're not happy in, not in a prison yeah um it's not or, like torturing or you or at, at points it was a fear of ever being that again because i was overweight it wasn't yeah. like i never was fat so it was a fear of being that again or it was a jealousy that they seemed free. Like just wanting to be like, I just wish I could just be okay with my body. Right. And it's like, but I just, I don't think that, I think that people who don't have eating disorders quote, or, you know, are much meaner to fat people than people with eating disorders because oh, yeah. the eating disorders are just focusing on their own, on themselves, on their own bullshit. Absolutely. Um, to go back a little bit for a second to the recovery and stuff. Um, when you had said like, oh, it can become a choice. Do you, was there ever a point like after you had gone through rehab where you maybe relapsed, so to speak? Oh, yeah. Where you thought All like, well, I'll just, you know, I'm not, I'm not being, it's not my eating disorder. I'm just being on this diet or I'm yeah. like, like where you feel like, oh, I can control the habit now. Totally. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it is so, uh, I think this is probably why there's so many misconceptions and why it's so confusing for people and, you know, whatever, because it's so gray area Yeah, that like, it's hard to tell. I mean, and everybody disagrees about what a healthy diet is. Yeah. So one nutritionist will give you one meal plan. Another will give you another. Like paleo, vegan. Right. There's there's fucking billion dollar industry telling you what's healthy and what's not healthy, like superfoods and fucking this and that and bread and gluten and all this, whatever. So... Um, it's really easy to sort of be like, I'm going to try this new diet because it's healthy. Yeah. And it's like the new thing. And I'm not being eating disorder. I'm still eating. Yeah. Um, I'm still like exercising normally. Like I'm still, whatever. I'm, I'm doing all these other things. So I'm obviously like, I'm fine. fine. And well, that's we all where it also gets to be where you have to just be really super honest. Yeah. Like people who are in recovery, if you're like actively in recovery now. Yeah. Um, it's, the I think the biggest way to combat that where you're like because it is confusing sometimes I genuinely am like is this okay like yeah you're like am I just being healthy like or like it, it's a holiday like can I eat extra like it is I mean that's normal like it's a no- yeah normal eaters that's what like they call them a lot there's like the normies I know like normal <laughs> eaters it's so the funny eaters. like in rehabs so they're like normal eaters um <laughs> normal eaters like 
binge a little bit sometimes. Like they eat extra fries. They go to a Labor Day party and they have an extra piece of cake. Like yeah. a normal eater fluctuates. Sometimes yeah. they eat a little less. Sometimes they eat a little more. That's normal. Like yeah. those fluctuations and that flexibility is normal. Is normal. Um, That's refreshing, I think, for people to hear. I think, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh my God, I'm so bad. I had an extra whatever. Yeah. It's like, you're not bad. Relax. Like that's a normal thing to do. What's not normal is to not eat for three days and then eat like two, 4,000 calories well, more yeah. today. Like that's not normal. But so I think like now when I'm like, is this okay? I talk to a therapist a or therapist? I ask like my nutritionist or my trainer or whatever. Like, hey, I'm doing this thing. Is it bad? Like, is it okay for me to do that? Yeah. And I am lucky. Like, I think you just find a group of people or if you, if you don't have resources like that, if you can't, if you don't have a therapist or trainer or whatever, yeah. like a person in your life that can sort of keep you accountable where you say like hey i'm thinking of giving up like bread and like i i don't think it's because it's restricting i think it i think bread makes me feel bad and that's why i want to give it up so that's my intention uh and i think like if you're just really honest about what your intention is with something it can be okay to do that like i don't eat i don't eat dairy and Ugh, I'm trying to give like, it I up. don't eat cheese, right? Blowing a lot of people hole. would do that because they were, it's an eating disorder thing. I don't eat dairy because it gives me science issues. Like yeah. it doesn't make me feel good. So I don't need it. Yeah. So it, th- those are the differences. But I think it, when it comes down to is like, you know, how to stay out of a relapse is to just get super honest and like completely out yourself all the time and yeah. not have secrets. Just like not super self-evaluating. But and I have it all like, the time. Like I, I just had like a spout of like, I'm not eating sugar. I'm not eating this. I'm not eating that. And I like went through it for a few months and like lost a bunch of weight. And I was like, okay, I know where this train leads. And, uh, and you're like, I need to get off. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also just think there's something to be said about the fact that just as humans, we all think we have, things under control like everyone like i mean you look at drug addicts even like even like people i know like going to psych wards everyone's always like "Ah, everyone else here's crazy and it's like right which i mean that's a whole different podcast but we all are like i I got i got a lid on this and then it's like (laughs) maybe you don't right um so it's great that you like do intentionally have like so do you have like set up kind of like mental evaluation check-ins with yourself that you do where you're like, am I on track? On track? So I think this is like one of the things we haven't really touched on yet that what people don't understand about eating disorders is that they are a coping mechanism. Yeah. They're not about, they're about the food. They're not about the food. Like, okay. it's, it's about your body. It's not about your body. It's okay. a coping mechanism. Just like alcoholics, like they might like the taste of rum, but it's not about the rum. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's, they're dealing with something, something else, with something else. And this is their particular brand of coping. Yes. And so, Eating disorders are the same thing. Uh, it's it's not just I want to be skinny and hot. It's no. not about five pounds. It's not about you know obsess- obsessing over food. And it's literally the way that that person is dealing with some larger, more universal problem. So it's like so. Like, I have like depression and I am like, you know, instead of dealing with my depression, I'm, you know, constantly worrying about my food because if I worry about that, I don't have, I don't to have to focus worry about. On my- yeah, exactly. So. Um, Really, like, those mental check-ins are, you know, how, like, if I'm not doing well, like, this past round of, I guess, quote-unquote relapse, yeah. like, I wasn't, I was feeling really lost and, like, not knowing what I wanted to do and feeling really, like, confused about my career and feeling really just, like, okay. scattered and, like, just everything felt really out of control and yeah. just this, like, 
time we're living in is really stressful and like yes. the culture going on right now is stressful like there's just so many things that are really chaotic and out of my control and, and we're inundated with it as and well we're inundated with it and like i just was feeling so confused about the next step and so it's like that is that little thing in the back seat kind of being like i'm here you can focus on me and then and it like, does sort of provide this like here's the thing i can control yeah here's the and thing it I gives you this on. sense of control right where like which i can i, I can imagine is like relieving like you're like here's the one thing that i can control right exactly which makes you feel a little less out of control right which is ironic I so guess. yeah i mean those mental tra- are like that's that's what that is but sometimes you know you have to do a little bad stuff and like give yourself i don't know a little room to just fall off the bandwagon a little bit so that you can kind of get that perspective again and be like Oh, I remember this is this feels good until it feels absolutely fucking terrible yeah. and I want to die. So Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot to be said about like not beating yourself up too much when when you slip up as long as you're getting back up. When you like acknowledge, "Okay, look, if I screwed up." Yeah. And, and this is just me talking about like generalities, but like Yeah. Because sometimes I think the beating yourself up on top of things just makes it worse. It like piles on. I mean, it's totally normal. It's like, like, I'm it's an hard. idiot. It's easier to say said than done. Like everybody does exactly. it. It's really hard to just stop doing it. But I mean, I like that's that is something I get down on where I'm like, well, you know, I've already like, you know, been really bad about my recovery. So like, I'm just going to f- say fuck it and just do whatever I want. And it's like. Yeah, yeah but slope. it's a slippery slope and honestly like getting back on is an accomplishment i know it sounds wooey but like it is no Every it is you, like, bring yourself back to center it's like it's like i can't believe i did this again i can't believe after like four years of tr- of, of recovery of like after rehab all of us i'm still fucking dealing with this i'm still having yeah. to bring myself back to the middle like it's that reminder that you're like oh this is doesn't go away which is frustrating this is the thing that i'm gonna have to deal with in my life you know everyone's got something so yeah Oh, gosh, it's so true. As far as like active recovery, are there things you do now, like regular, maybe like like you mentioned, like a therapist, mm-hmm. like is that just like a regular therapist you talk to? Yeah, I have a therapist um, who's like, you know, she really understands eating disorders. Yeah, and, like, she and the good thing about having somebody who really gets it is that she can anticipate things before it even happens. Like kind of see the like, flags or like see like oh, this is going to be coming up and like this is going to probably be like difficult to like make sure you're being really good about your food. Like all, she'll yeah. kind of know what what are my hot spots and be yeah. like, oh, you're going to have to deal with your mom. So like, because I don't have a relationship with my mom. So yeah. like, if I know I'm going to have to have some interaction with her, it's like stressful and then stressful, that stress can lead to stuff. And so she just, that's a good thing about having that. And I, I have, you know, um, I do work out with somebody that has worked with girls with eating disorders. Okay. So like she can kind of, you know, and all these things, like not everybody has access to those things. Of course. And I, so, you know, not to say that like if, if you can't, that your recovery being active in recovery is not possible. It's just what I do. Cause I, I'm fortunate, like I'm able to, to have those things. Yeah. Um, but you know, that, that can mean like you, have a, a friend that you trust that you go to the gym with who can kind of like keep an eye and just sort of like monitor you a little bit like i think accountability accountability is just so big you know oh. and anywhere you can get that doesn't matter like just find ways to have it um i agree uh i think that's great do you you mentioned your mom do you have like are there specific other things like you do you have like triggers you're completely aware of that you're like yeah i think um 
I think like overeating does trigger me into like a bit like even just slightly overeating just a little bit just a little bit like does trigger a binge for me it's like well i've already done a bump i might as well do eight lines so exactly pizza so i try really hard to not overeat because i know what that like what that can lead to yeah that it can just set me off it's like muscle memory yeah um and so i try like to i try really hard it's hard because like portions are big and you know whatever but uh i just i try to eat like a pretty consistent amount because those overeating times like it just it's so fast how like it's crazy how fast it just snowballs yeah um and then you're eating snowballs stuff with yeah I'm sorry. I'm so stupid. (laughs) I'm a professional comedian, you guys. Uh, Just got passed. Come on. Um, (laughs) That's my closer (laughs) Um, for my entire career. I'm quitting. You're very funny. You're very cute. I love you. I love you. Um, I think like family stuff. Like being around my family. Like if I know I'm having to be in a bathing suit around my family. Like being in a bathing suit just like blows turds. But like being around my family and that just stresses me out. I think that's a big one. But... I, I think like any type of family stuff I think for me like I'm not like, having yeah. structure okay yeah. I'm gonna narrow this down to that I think not having structure like when I have too much free time and not enough like I need to be here at this time like a schedule a schedule, schedule. life changing yeah I think that's true across the board of like any mental illness like depression yeah. anxiety my anxiety like, goes through the like I and then I get anxious about like, I just need to put myself on a schedule. I'm constantly writing out a schedule that I'm going <laughs> to, every morning I'm going to do yoga and then two hours of writing. And it's like, I spend most of my life making a schedule I never stick to. But like it's the first step, it. I mean, maybe or maybe you just gotta change your schedule a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the schedule you keep writing is just not, the it's schedule just not you. ideal. Well, it's, it is crazy. Does your therapist, did your therapist like help you like, come up with other ways to cope like or has just being in therapy been a a helpful way because i know for me like with family stuff it's all of a sudden i don't realize it but now that i'm kind of learning about myself you go like oh i'm like spiraling into this like crazy anxiety over my family yeah yeah it is important to like replace your coping mechanism with something like a lot of times people go to rehab and they're like okay you took away my favorite one and now then it slips into like well now i'm an alcoholic right it just changes like like you know if you don't deal with the underlying things you you maybe you're not drinking anymore but now you're a sex addict you know what i mean like yeah i feel like i'm teetering with i'm always teetering with trying to get rid of them and then i'm just like in this weird like a seesaw between sex and food where I'm like, well, if there's not a dick in my mouth, there's going to be a cupcake and God damn it. They're like, they're so, they're so similar. It's just trying to fill holes to like smush the emotions in. Like get down. I'm fine. I'm happy. Something juicy. Yeah. Um, Cream filling. I'm sorry. I'm, it's getting worse. It is getting worse. I'm going to jump off this roof. Simultaneously getting better for me. Um, I'm having fun. Wait, this is so cute by the way. Oh, thank you. It's a little, like, or who's listening? The case that, Jessica has on her phone is so cute and also looks like a cupcake. It was a popsicle stick. Is this a trigger for you? What if I was like, what do you think of it's this? It's really triggering me. I uh, need to go put my face in a bucket of Oh pies. God, I just came. Um, mm, do you? <laughs> God. Oh, what do you, how do you feel about um, thinspiration, fitspiration type of, I know we've been out here forever and we're sweating to death. I'm sorry. I'll get to the last questions, but no, I'm fine. Um, what are your thoughts on those? I'm talking about myself. You don't think I'm having the okay. time of my life Go right on. now? Um, fitspiration, thinspiration. I... Do you think that's all bad? <sighs> or do I'm you think like, that like am feeds? Am I supposed to just say yes? Like I, it's like, I, 
I think it works for some people. So if it were, it's like religion. Okay. Yeah. Here's how I feel about it, to be honest. I don't like hate this. all religion. I don't even think all religion's bad. I think that re- religion for the right person can work wonders. Yeah. I think like, I know some people who are super religious. They're super cool people. They don't shove it down my throat and it makes their life happier. Good for fucking you. If it makes you happy. If it makes you happy, if it gives you meaning and purpose in your life. You're not hurting anyone. You're not hurting yourself and you're not hurting other people. Then I'm all for it. I, I, you know, I don't have to necessarily like it. <laughs> you guys, the wind's blowing and I'm like dropping shit everywhere and trying to pretend I'm trying I'm to be fucking deep here with my I'm analogy. Sorry, go on about dropping shit. Keep comparing. Um, um, no, I just, I, so I see it like Thin inspiration like, to Judaism. Totally. Or whatever so. you were doing. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was kidding. First of all, rude. Second of all, I get it. Um, <laughs> I think that it's like that, you yeah. know, where some religion's harmless if it, if it works for you and yeah. you're being cool about it. So thin inspiration, if it works for you and it doesn't make you cut yourself into a million pieces, it doesn't make you not eat your food, if it doesn't make you crazy and hate everybody else who's fat, then great. I hope it works wonders. I hope you lose the weight you want to and you get fit and you feel happy and life's great. But Such unfortunately for a lot of people yeah, it has an adverse effect and much like religion much like religion oh this is good i should write this fucking down yeah, this is great is this good copyright me and it. let me know if this is smart <laughs> you guys um, tell her uh yeah i think it's you guys like start commi- sin pictures comparing different bodies i'm just kidding don't <laughs> <laughs> super religious don't do that absolutely don't do that that's um, terrible Trump's America. Oh God. Um, yeah, you we're, can, like you can compare them to Trump's it. body if you'd like. Yeah, um, <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> I am hot and delusional. Okay, so I yeah, that's what I think it's like. I think it can work for a small number of people and be great, and for a lot of people, it can have really adverse effects that negatively impact most people. So yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's that gray area shit. It's like boring to not have black and white answers and strong opinions. But my strong opinion is somewhere in the middle. Usually. Well, I it's <laughs> I, have, I mean, sometimes I think that super strong opinions are like, well, you're not listening. You're not seeing everything. I don't I think most things are. I think this whole podcast exists because I think there's a gray area to everything. And right. like it's not black and white. And like that's the issue is that some people want it to be. And it's like, well, that's yeah. a lot easier when it's black and white. It's like, But it's not. That's and what life's eating, not eating, easy. Eating disorders are like trying to find some black and white in a in like your life that is very gray. Gray, like, where it's like it, everything gray is so uncomfortable. It's groundless. There's like no way to just be like, am I doing the right thing? And you don't feel like there's ever going to be like a you know light at the end of the tunnel where you're like, I'm done. I figured it out. Yeah. And it's hard to just live in in the knowledge. I mean that 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 spans across a lot of things. But it's like it sucks to go like, oh, there isn't just. A clean answer? It's like I, living on a BOSU ball where you're like trying to balance in the middle the whole time where it's so much easier God, to just fall dead. to one side. Yeah, kill me. But like, you know, you're not yeah. going to really... Be after, and it's like that thought of like, oh, this is going to be a constant. I'm on this ball for the rest of my life. Good, great. Right. It's like fucking exhausting. Yeah. I'd rather Which be on one side life. and just be like, yeah. Just, I'll just lay on the ground. Look at these analogies we've got. You guys. Smart. We're revolutionary. Mostly Jews. Chelsea. I'm just here... Jews, making you. bad puns about little debbie snacks little debbie <laughs> i've had a bunch of questions okay wait i have a few more someone asked um when you were at the height of what well, not height but like when it was maybe it's worst actively did you find yourself this is this is an interesting question to me did you find yourself saving or spending more money oh that is an interesting question and did you maybe use that as a i don't know that's so interesting I because so much money spent on food. Oh, but 
But but look, <laughs> that's one of your things. Uh, people like people who binge and binge and throw, I mean, you're literally throwing up like a hundred dollars money. Um, <laughs> oh my so, god, how gross did I just sound? <laughs> I paid for that. <laughs> um, I wow. Um, you know what's okay? Okay, let me get there. So there are some points in my recovery or my eating disorder where a relapse looks like I'm being so healthy. So I'm buying eight dollar blueberry containers. Oh yeah, you're like organic, right? I'm like spending so much money on a vegetable because I'm like quote healthy best vegetable. I'm controlling the best. Like you know, I'm being extra healthy. I'm going above and beyond. Right. Take that. In those, so you'd say like, oh, you're in a restrictive phase. You should be spending less money. Like, I'm no. spending so much money because I am the best at restricting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I am the queen. Um, and then there are times where if I'm in a overindulgent phase where I am eating a lot, You're I'm eating buying a, lot a lot of shit food that's cheap. Cheap. So it isn't necessarily like I'm spending, you know, I, I often am spending more money when I'm restricting than I am when I am binging. Yeah. Because binges are like, I'm going to eat fucking does that ever one dollar tacos from gus's food truck you know does that does it make it easy to like teeter into that though like is there any justification like financially where you're like yeah money can well be a it's cheaper <laughs> yeah no money so i'll just get 800 tacos money can also be a trigger like when i'm trying to save a lot of money like and eat at home a lot i'm much more in control of my food and much more aware of every little thing i'm putting in my body and um so yeah i i, I just think like uh, people could, you know, try to say like, well, I, I don't, I want to save, I want to save money. So I'm going to eat less. Honestly, you're going to end up being so fucking hungry that you're going to go out and like go to the grocery store on a fucking like, oh starvation God. binge and be like, I'm going to buy $500 for groceries. Just grocery stores when you're hungry in general. Are a like, good way to like be in, just be in the middle. Like yeah. spend what, you know, get good food and like eat it regularly. Yeah. Because <laughs> live your life. It all is going to like balance out eventually. You know, yeah. maybe you're saving for a month, but the next month you're going to be so fucking hungry all the time because you spent a month starving. You're going to be spending like $800 a week on, you know, Doritos. Were you mean when you were starving yourself? Oh my God, it's so mean. Of course I was mean. I was so hungry and tired all the yeah. time. When you're hungry and tired, are you nice? No. Right. Which is like all the time. Yeah. I'm always tired. Oh, we are a bitch. I am a bitch. You guys, I just did this podcast to bring you on a roof in the heat and bully you about your issues to feel better about myself. Wait, health stuff. Really quick. God, I keep saying really quick and I'm torturing you. Okay. You're not torturing time. I'm actually having fun because I never get to see you. I know. I love you. This is fun. Did you have other health issues? Like I have a friend that struggled with anorexia and she's, you know, in recovery or recovered. I don't know what she calls it but are you i don't know what you people call your <laughs> she's eaten uh but did you have other she said that she started having like vision trouble and like hair loss yeah hair loss did you grow a, a beard one. i did not grow a beard i've seen girls who grow <laughs> i'm laughing because your face is just so like did you grow a beard like, that's the worst thing that could happen to you i've grown a beard just because just genetics. for fun i mean just one like a couple of hairs here and there it does it's, this isn't about me like what other like health issues? Um, so I have to be on medication for EVS because my thyroid of- shut down. Ooh. Um, so I don't have a working thyroid and that never repairs itself. Is that is- expensive too? I mean, it adds up like every month. It's a forever, thing that you wouldn't be I'm spending to, if you yeah, had a. I could yeah. be buying cute makeup products from BH online. You don't need them. You're um, beautiful. Unless you want them. 
Live your life. You I have great you, eyebrows. Though. I don't. Thank you so much. I work really hard at them. Um, I could be spending that money on other things. Like yeah. Saving up for to go to Japan. You know what I mean? Like I'm spending that money on <laughs> having a fucking thyroid, which is such a boring way to spend your money. I got him. So got to Because now you have to like budget for your thyroid. <laughs> well, like, I have my yoga class and my thyroid. Like spending all this money on something you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. But yeah, I have Ugh. to do that. Um, I have like a heart. Like, so it's not a big deal. Like, like I don't have to like take an extra money. Okay, that car is pissed. I don't know um, if you guys heard that, but they are very upset that they um, didn't know there were dollar tacos down the street. <laughs> um, oh, God. I, you know, have like some like, my heart skips a little bit here and there. Or like a like, whatever. Little palpitation. Yeah, it's fine. It's like not that big of a the deal. tachycardia type it's, of. I don't know. What the fuck? I, I can't keep up. Um, and then my metabolism is just all fucked up because like, it takes so many, it takes so long for your metabolism to be able to like regulate itself again. Because it, like, um, doesn't know. Because it's like, wait. Are we ever getting food again? Is this it? Yeah. Also, like, you can't make up your mind with what you're doing with your food. So, like. I'm going to hang on to it. We're going to just be a little chunky forever. Because you're. Which is fine. You're beautiful. I'm actually. I, like, don't care. Like, I think that. <laughs> I, really I don't care. Uh, that's, like, the best place to be. With, like, is just going. I care. Like, I'm not. Okay. I don't like it. We were like, I don't care at all. Cause like, yes, everyone does a little bit. Like, oh, you else I would literally wear sweatpants all day, every day and never get out of them. Oh my God. I care, care like an amount, but I don't care compared to what I used to be. Like, I just don't because I have been so many different weights. I've been so many different sizes. I've been so many different, all these things. And my happiness has never fluctuated from any of those. So I, so like, you've realized that like, it doesn't matter. That's it not going to change like, anything. I, that's why I say I don't care. Cause it's, it's like, I've been, like five sizes bigger than I am now and five sizes smaller than I have now. And I've always been like the, the same. So, so I, you've realized that like, you're not going to get gratification, no, whatever you think you're like getting out of fit and feel strong and like, like energized. I want to like not feel so tired all the time. And like, I want to, you know, girl. I want to like feel strong and healthy and like I can walk without like panting. <laughs> but uh, I who what is that? So I like exercise and like try and I eat healthy because I feel better and like whatever. And you know I I want to be in the middle and all that shit. But uh, yeah, I just don't. I just yeah. can't. I mean, I've seen it. Like I just know I'm I'm gonna be miserable if I'm if that's what I'm focusing on. Yeah, it's like that's not where you're gonna get your my happiness. lowest weight. I was like, I'm still fat. It's just like all right, like, you'll no never way. be satisfied. Yeah. Let's fucking focus elsewhere. Yeah. Do you have any siblings? Two older sisters. Older sisters. Mm. Do they have eating problems? They have. Uh, so they all have different ways of expressing our childhood. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a fun um, way to put it. Yeah. That's uh, that makes total sense. I have brothers so that express my, our childhood very yeah. dangerously. Mine came <laughs> out as an eating disorder. Um, my oldest sister has her own way. Her own things. Of, yeah, her old, you don't have to bust anybody yeah, out. Yeah. Um, I was she, wondering if maybe you like if if either, any of them had had it. If you I mean, thought I think we all like so my middle sister was always very skinny. Yeah, my oldest sister always had like a more. She's very athletic, um, but she was a little like she struggled with her weight a little bit, yeah. and she you know just had a more a body that's like been many different sizes as well. Um, my middle sister's always been tall and thin, always. Did so that ever like. Do you think that play like yeah that was annoying because you're like because she was allowed to eat whatever she wanted and order whatever she wanted and it was never like and then it was like Chelsea no right you get a leaf yeah and it's like all your kids should be eating healthy like regardless of what like you should be feeding them 
the same healthy stuff or yeah well, that was a big thing in rehab where like parents would come in and be like well i have one kid who like doesn't have this issue and another kid who's like really overweight whatever like how do i feed them differently and they would always be like you you're all your kids should not be eating differently big packs of oreos like yeah. it doesn't matter if they're skinny they shouldn't be eating a whole pack of oreos right so why are you allowing that for your thin child because you want them to gain weight is that or like because they're not fat like it's, it's like it's, it's still it's not like, healthy it's still not healthy so like all your kids should be focusing on good nutrition regardless of like what their body is looking like um and that really stuck with me i was like if i ever have kids like that's going to be my philosophy is like everybody healthy well yeah and the way that your body chooses to like express that, the express food that, that's like, fine fine but everyone's going to be like moving appropriately everyone's going to be eating appropriately and then like whatever your body's going to end up how it ends up but i and know that's that, fine that, that it's being well taken care of you know um so yeah it, it was tough with with my middle sister who's tall and thin because it was always sort of like my parents would outwardly be like, she can do whatever she wants. She can eat whatever she wants. She's the skinny one. And it was like, I want to be the skinny one. Like, Why isn't it me? Because um, when you're seven, you're like, nah, I don't well, know. Especially like if yeah. they're like, oh, she can have cookies and you're right. a kid and you're like, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. Like, I, I just look nice like it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, how do you think I got this way? Like, yeah. family is the one that like raises you into being ashamed or ash- like, like, yeah, or like, you know, if you're, if you're overweight because you're eating poorly, who taught you how to eat poorly? How to eat poorly. Come, like, newborn babies don't come out in this world knowing how to eat. They, or, like, yes, they do. I mean, they do. They, come they know in, how to, like, like put, shove they, food in there. Yeah, they stop when they're full and they cry when they're hungry. But it's but like, if you're, like eat, if you're feeding your kids unhealthy things and then going, you can't have that. Or, like, you need... It's like, well, you... You but did you, this to you me. You did this, and then you're shaming me for it's it. Like you gave me Coca-Cola when I was a baby. Like, what it's do you? It's like if your parents were like gave you Coke every like cocaine every single day, and they were like, "Stop doing Coke, you cokehead." And you're like, and you're like "But you gave you me gave a Coke me. addiction. I don't know what to tell you." Like, well, I'm gonna blame my sugar fixations on my mother. Then I believe that you should blame everything on your parents. <sighs> it's so great. It's and so also, much better. It, than I think it it's real. It's like, don't. T- yeah. Why am I gonna accept responsibility when it's their fault? Yeah. Um, last question, I think. Oh God! We I don't believe you. But really burning. Cool. Okay, have you seen the Netflix movie To the Bone? Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Thoughts? I don't know. Um, or how was it? How, was it relatable to you? There were certain aspects of. Oh my God! What just flew into my face? Um, it was a tiny I, bug, and it probably poisoned you. Oh, I didn't know bugs. Um, <laughs> I'm Jewish. Like we don't. We don't. Yeah, do I, I mean it's near you, so I'm fine. <laughs> okay, great. Thank I'm you. Like, so I'm so sorry. It's, it's gone right. Um, I saw to the bone. I think some aspects are relatable. Like literally just going into rehab, uh, <laughs> and some of the structure of it is relatable. Yeah. I thought, you know what I thought they did a really good job with? I thought they did a really good job of giving a voice to the family, her sister. Okay. And how it affected her sister. Ah, uh, like thought the that family. was a really good part. I didn't, I don't love watching eating disorder stuff that's so dramatic and sad because it's already dramatic and sad. Yeah, and it's like now I we're going to. I think gonna... you can lighten it up a little bit and make it, you know, find the humor in it. Well, it's also like, it, it's sort of like. And I didn't get the whole, like, I did not love the fact that they were in this place where they were like allowed to eat or not eat and like do whatever they want like bitch like rehab is fucking expensive and like also you're taking yourself out of your life 
Um, Fix it. Like, <laughs> try. There should be, there was like always some sort of structure. two or three nurses at the dinner table with us, or like at any meal with us, watching us eat. Like, so like Betsy didn't shove almonds into her pocket. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's always people watching you. Like, it wasn't, like, why are you that was not realistic. It's like, I don't want to have to go somewhere where I can choose to not eat there. It's like, I <laughs> know I'm just paying a higher rent to not, say the same. Yeah. So I was like, no. Um, and I, I also just didn't love, like, it, it was just so like, dramatic dramatic and i'm just not what into th- it like, th- i think that sort of takes away but i don't want to shit talk because like honestly making a movie is hard and absolutely a movie is, no like, good but i you. get like but i just don't i don't I, i'd rather watch like something that well because you go like well they're also it's like it affects all types of people real people and you go even though it's a dramatic emotional thing like you're still like i, I haven't seen it so i could just be speaking out of my ass and sound like an idiot but like you're still like a funny person you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. Does it have to all be? Does the, th- the movie about the eating disorder have to all be about the eating disorder? I mean, come on. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, there's been a lot, like a surge of eating disorder stuff. Like, Troy and Belisario did Feed. Like, there's a lot coming mm. out. Um, and so it seems like it's like now is kind of the time where people want to talk about it and like see it um, on. So please buy my script. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's why we wrote whatever. I can yeah. just talk about it, it doesn't matter. Uh so yeah, like we God, you, this is like so douchey. Just, you wrote a thing about an eating disorder. It's real to your life. It's being shopped out. Somebody buy it for the love of fucking God because Bye, I'm you guys, so she's tired so funny. Um, and she's tired of doing these podcasts where they bring it up and it's like, no, it's in there. You just, just, just buy that. Watch it and <laughs> like it and make it have make them make a season two. Um <laughs> But it's gonna be funny because it's still dramatic. It's always gonna be dramatic. It's a horrible, horrible thing. I'm not saying eating disorders are funny. I'm not no. saying that anyone who is actively killing themselves and starving themselves or hurting themselves is funny funny but it's like but it's also humor is the way we deal with shit it also is funny like it's not but it is okay i mean it's funny like there's so many things about it that are so narcissistic that are so self-righteous that are and i'm saying this as somebody who is that way like i'm taking it on myself like there are a lot of things that i did that were very funny there's a lot of things about rehab that are funny like having to have monitored shits somebody had to (laughs) monitor me while i pooped like that is to me, a funny thing. Like, honestly, also, I really You're miss like, this it. is what it's come to. I miss it because, like, I used to, so basically in rehab, like, you had to. Do you just get to chat with the person while you're pooping? Either you have to talk the whole time or they flush for you. Oh. So if you don't want to talk, they just have to flush. Um, so, <laughs> like, if you don't feel like, you know, nurse, you know, what, what's her face? looking at your shit you can talk and i really miss it because now bathrooms are super lonely for me because God, now i, I had to talk to i had a roommate who used to like make her boyfriend sit in the bathroom with her while she pooped and talked to her and i was like, yeah, it's like that's really, insane but also what love also like that's how everybody meets nowadays is swiping each other while they're shitting on the toilet like it's just all love connections happen because somebody was like oh lonely in the bathroom it's a lot of time with yourself oh i don't all right Oh no! Is that how? You, yeah. No, that's not how I met my boyfriend. No, we well, just yeah, know each other from, from comedy, and then. But you're thinking back in your days of. No, luckily I, I've only have I. Mm. I did a couple online dates, so but. Yeah, man. It's they a never lonely, went anywhere. It's a lonely space, and I really miss it. I really miss having somebody who would talk to me. I used to tell really good stories, <laughs> and she was fascinating, and uh, it was fun. So, like, there's a lot of things where you can you can teach people about it. You can spread awareness. You can talk about the seriousness of it and uh, how it affects people. And of course, it's dramatic, but I you just, can still I, find humor in. I want to be able to like 
ease into it a little bit. I want to like watch it and still like not feel this like hope, hopeless, hopeless despair after. Well, and I think there's something to be said about any serious thing. Finding ways to laugh at it sort of makes it cathartic because it, in a way to me, takes a little bit of the power away. I actually like, so one of the things, how I started doing comedy was, uh, this is like so On the cheesy. toilet? <laughs> With the nurse? Like, what do you think? That's Should like, I, honestly. <laughs> what do you think of these bits? And she's like, five. the one you're saying or the one in the toilet? I don't um, know. I'm sorry. You guys. That one, hurt, that one hurt me on a personal level. I'm very sorry. That was not okay, Jessica. Uh, Remember the snowballs? Okay. You're, you're great. No, but I actually <laughs> had, um, I actually had a therapist in rehab who was like, because I was always getting in trouble for making jokes and for like making, like I made a jingle out of, so we had That's like, hilarious. we had like, I'm already groups. in. I'm like, yes, <laughs> we had this group called food and, Food and Feelings. Oh, okay. And I made a, a jingle and I would sing it at the beginning of every <laughs> Food and Feelings group. That's and amazing. I would always get in trouble um, because they were like, you're not taking this seriously and like you're rooting it for everybody else. And like there are girls who are serious about the recovery. Are you serious about your recovery? Like, like why can't like, I use music? And I'd be like, this is my, you want me to finger paint? This is my chosen art. I'm going to yeah. make jingles out of everything. So um, I always got in trouble. And then finally, like the clinical director was like, actually, like you should never stop making jokes. Like that's going to be what saves you. Like you're going to, like Aww. that's the thing that's gonna like make you and I know it's like really corny and no, like, I'm gonna I wanna, cry like, into a bucket of tears but um, I that's know. gonna be what saves you she was like that's the thing you need to do you have to keep making jokes like you should take make jokes about all of this and then write about it yeah and so oh, I was like what a lifesaver I was like cool I will and that's ultimately laughing at it and like finding how it's so ridiculous and seeing the humor in it is what made me f- that's re- healing help. yeah a lot of so, people so i that's why i think it's important that that is should be the tone of how we approach content about eating disorders it's like yeah. find a little funny in it it's cathartic and and i'm, it, well, I'm sure there's funny. a lot of people who maybe don't have the like comedic who don't have a sense of humor well, the, or the comedic <laughs> ability to like necessarily make those jokes but they can relate to the experience of like going in and being like oh we're finger painting like yeah, right and being like no one else feels silly or whatever and like getting to like hear you say that or see you like maybe they had us finger painting so nobody would be able to throw up afterwards like oh use my their, god because it's got the toxic it's toxic whatever you know like maybe that was the goal but all, all other other than that i like cannot for the life of me figure out why we had to finger paint when we were like talking about our daddy issues and like <sighs> i don't know whatever the fuck it was oh my god i love you um i love you too any before you do plugs of you know your things any final thoughts things that maybe like stick out to you that i haven't asked that is like a common a common question it's okay if not but i don't know i mean i think i think we're just thoughts. we talked a lot about stuff my thoughts i would love if you vent everybody venmoed me five bucks just for existing yeah go ahead plug your venmo <laughs> just kidding it's jessica <laughs> michelle singleton There's everybody give somewhere. me a lot of money just for getting up every day how about yeah. that no um, I don't <laughs> <laughs> applaud me <laughs> give me friends i i don't really know if anybody has any other questions i can feel free to like at me or message me or whatever like um yeah I, I did another podcast about this and people have been so cool and nice about it and sharing their stories and it's been like really it's nice like when you know you're not the only crazy person in the world so yeah if anybody like has questions feel free i mean please don't be a dipshit but um you know i mean try please don't at me pictures of Anne frank people do that a lot why my last name is frank oh i didn't even i literally was like why would anyone ever i was don't like don't do that i literally <laughs> was just like did she have an eating disorder <laughs> I'm a bad person. 
Oh, Jess. Oh, no. That I was a reader diary. Find out. Uh, the um, drama. Uh, no, yeah. You can feel. Free. I don't really have any other things to say, surprisingly. Um, so It's a miracle. It's a miracle because I always. Where can, can people talk. find you? You can find me on Twitter at Chelsea S. Frank. She, she kills it on Twitter. Do I? I, I haven't so. been on it very much lately, but I you feel like can really find funny. my old jokes that were funny that I have, I'm not posting. I don't Whatever. Get um, back on Twitter. I will. I'm going to. I'm going to try. Um, Chelsea S. and Sarah Frank. Um, and Do you know Lisa Frank? From the... I'm sorry. Now I'm thinking about all the Franks. Paul? Frank Sinatra. Paul Frank? The monkey guy? Lisa? It's Are they related? Frank? You guys, this is a whole other podcast. Please okay. keep plugging plug yourself. I have to find um, out about Paul and Lisa. On Instagram at Chelsea Frank. I don't really use Snapchat, so like, don't even bother. Uh, um, I deleted it. I think people still send me snaps. I don't know. I don't even look at it. And I then, don't. yeah, you can find me on Facebook. Be my Facebook friend, you old dad. Oh, um, hey, old dad. Are you talking to your dad? <laughs> Accept my request. <laughs> no, but like, who's on, like, who adds people on Facebook? Like, comics and dad. Like, old men yeah. who want to, like, see funny girls. Lurk on your... Um, and yeah, like, everything... I don't know when this, po- when is this podcast coming out. Um, I mean, maybe tonight or tomorrow. Oh, really? If I... This week for sure. I don't know. I won't plug any like stuff. If you want to know what if I'm doing things, you can just look at my Twitter or if you want to plug something, you plug it. Light a fire under my ass. I'm gonna go home and work out and nap for days. I'm so jealous. That sounds amazing. Am um, I, oh, and now I just start doing my to do list. I'm thinking, well, I need to do this and that. I think you need to write a new to do list. I think uh, that's your problem. Is every day is a new to do list. To do list. Go to the grocery like store and do you. yoga. Ugh. Why don't you just like get a buddy to go to one of those things? So it's like now a fun social activity. Then I have someone who is going to be like, are you coming to yoga today? And then I like have to, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Accountability. I don't like people. I don't like when people, cause then I just, I'm still not going to do it. And then I also sh- like let somebody down. So yeah. now <laughs> I feel bad that I didn't do the thing I was supposed to do and simultaneously like disappointed a friend. I do feel like <laughs> I could benefit from an accountability partner for a lot of things but only if they d- were doing them on my schedule like i'm not gonna like go to your workout class no we go to this one or we don't go <laughs> like it's not like no let's go for a walk your free time like no not now later mm, that's good well that's why you have to schedule it yeah but wait so find her on facebook yeah just whatever like any yeah if anyone I mean, wants to be my accountability partner just, yeah ask me your questions like a lot of people I won't. Uh, I won't judge you. You can ask me really stupid questions. I've heard it all. She's the best. I'm because I am really dumb, and she accepts me. Oh my god! I really love Jessica. So please, just go look at her stuff. Look at me. That's my final thought. Is just go look at Jessica. Look at me. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Thanks for doing this. I love You're you. Great. I love your roof. Bye. Bye. There it is, you guys. That's it. Chelsea Frank eating disorders go follow her take in all of her magical creations the comedy she puts out she's a great human and a a, an absolutely hilarious person uh and uh great writer great performer deliverer of funny things um so go take it in if you like the podcast let me know subscribe rate review you know share uh if you didn't like it well, I don't know. I don't know why I always try to be like, if you didn't like it, you're not here if you didn't like it. And I know I already said share, but please, please share if you like it. Uh, it helps more people find it. And more importantly, uh, everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. So we can overcome that together. 
follow on Twitter, you know all that. I say it at the beginning. If you're not into that, you're you're already not into it. And you're like, bitch, go trying to get me to follow you on Twitter. I'm sick of your shit. Um, as always, please keep in mind, no guest is, nor do they claim to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. I can tell the coffee is kicking in because I am talking fast and I'm trying not to. Uh, it's an ongoing struggle every moment of my life. Uh, so Chelsea does not represent every person with an eating disorder. She was telling us her story and we're thankful for that. Uh, if you have additional questions about any guests, like Chelsea said at the end, you can get right at her, find her and, and ask her directly. Uh, you can send them to me. Um, if you have a topic or a specific guest you'd like me to interview, hit me up. Let me know. I'm trying. I am really trying. Um, I've got some cool guests coming up. Um, Chris Medina, our favorite psychic. If you, uh, are, or someone who's coming to me from one of my friends podcast, uh, Adderall and compliments, uh, there's a few others. Uh, I know he's been on, um, he is also coming on mine and we are going to ask him all the, all the questions. So, um, skeptics welcome on that. If you have skeptical questions, if you have weird questions that you wonder about psychics and their process, like do, does he have to get in his own every morning? Who knows? We all will next week. I think next week, maybe the week after you guys, there's so many podcasts. It's going to be great. Um, but send me, send me your requests. I am happy to do my best to fill those. I know there have been some, I haven't yet. I'm working on it. I assure you. <sighs> uh, all right. That's it. Uh, you can tweet at me about those guests. Tweet at me because you're lonely at JMS comedy. Message me on Facebook, facebook.com slash JMS comedy. Uh, and, uh, oh, my shows. If you're in the Reno Tahoe area, I will be at Lake Tahoe next week. Next week being September 6th or the 10th, Wednesday through Sunday, whatever those dates are. Uh, 2017, in case someday in the future someone's listening to this and they don't understand that it's very old. I don't know why they wouldn't, but, you know, we all have things. Um, yeah, I'm at the Improv Inside of Har- Harvey's on Lake Tahoe. So come for that. The week after, I'm doing some casinos. Apparently, it's a big casino month in uh, New Mexico. So Wednesday the 13th, I will be at Inn of the Mountain Gods in a town I believe is called Mescalero, New Mexico, but I could be wrong. The day after that, Thursday the 14th, I'm doing um, Santa Ana Star Casino. Uh, So come on out, New Mexico. Uh, Yeah, that's that. Uh, Stay, uh, stay... Vigilant, vigilant. What are words? Wow, uh, I don't know why I even said that. As if I'm some sort of warrior. I'm sitting in my underwear drinking coffee. Um, just, uh, just keep keep asking questions. You guys, send me your questions. The more we ask, the more we learn. The more we know, and the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? <sighs> Thanks for listening. And as always, thank you for being patient with my ignorance. Uh, all right. See you soon, idiots.